I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. Well, hello, welcome to podcast. Thank you for joining. I just want this to keep going because I don't think you can maintain a pseudo Eastern European slash Russian accent for a long period of time. Excuse me. I hear very good Russian accent. Okay. They call me Olga when I go to the vodka factory. When I go. When I go to vodka factory. <laughs> vodka factory. It's a distillery. You know. Distillery, mate. I <laughs> the vodka factory. I do not want to toot <laughs> on horn. This is... <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Yes. I scored 94%. Okay, in maintaining an accent, not in, really, because you just said percent in your Australian accent. Anyhow. In. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Olga. Uh, you, need to, you need to readjust. Yeah, I scored 94% in year 12 drama at school for the whole of WA. Where did you go to school? John 23rd College. But that does not matter. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> now I'm the... The, the John, dude from the Meerkat Age. Is that John 23rd? Yeah, hello, Sergey. Uh, is that tw- John 23rd College in Minsk in the Ukraine? Or? Uh, no. no, but that's where I learned to do drama and I topped this date. I was state. top 10 in this date. You just, you just turned into my Lebanese auntie. <laughs> and one, one of my, my characters in my final performance was <laughs> Olga from Russia. She was fortune teller. Obviously, lean pickings in WA for no, drama. Very good, very um, good. For, uh, I did the, apply. The, the late, great Heath Ledger had flown the coop already. Well, funny you say that because I apply for Whopper, which yes. was acting His, school. Yeah, how'd you go? I did not get in. <laughs> <laughs> you were a flopper. <laughs> I was so nervous for right. my audition. I was why scared I was going guys, to vomit. Why should you give a shit about this podcast? Why are you going to enjoy it? Why wouldn't you after that wonderful performance? Nah, well, I'm just answering the questions people have got in their head right now. Really look forward to the boating disasters. Yeah, there's a good, good mix of like... Shit, scary stuff. Yeah, and, and stuff where dudes stuff. just need to take a good hard look at themselves. To be honest, yeah, scary times. Some rubbish boyfriends in that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. And see, that was my I, thing when I, don't I like had the a dating man hate, profile. But it's pretty bad. When I had a dating profile before you fell in love with the dream boat okay. that is Dan. Okay, okay. When I had a dating profile, it said on it, yeah. like they give you question prompts on yes. Hinge, yeah. and one of the prompts was, "I'll fall for you if dot dot dot." And you're and like, I if, you answered, have a boat. "If you have a boat." So Shallow. lucky that I didn't go for a boaty in the Shallow. end. Oh, I just really love boating. You do. But and turns and out guys who can afford boats. Dudes with boats are turds. Thank you very much. You heard it here first. Excuse me. Now you're married though. It's fine. Single okay, dudes thank with you. boats. All right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> awesome. Enjoy the podcast. Okay, good. You're thank very you. lucky. I don't think they're going to be Russian back if you get my drift. Hey. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Um, hey, I have learnt a few new insults today from grown men. Yeah, let me guess, Parliament. Parliament. Oh, God. Can uh, I tell you, yeah. I went there with my sister used to work for the federal government a long mm. time ago. Probably, I'm going to say 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And I went there and I spent the day there as a young'un and I was just like, oh, my God, I didn't know people said that sort of stuff. Honestly, it's Utter chaos in there. Parliamentary privilege. You can say just about anything. You can call people a C-bomb. No worries. Yeah, well, um, I can guarantee kids in cars right now, none of that will be coming no. up. These insults are a lot um, kinder on the ears. But just <laughs> just words that I didn't think got used anymore, let alone by the leaders of our country. All right. Um, so Anthony Albanese, leader of the opposition, is up talking and Peter Dutton comes up. And tries to interrupt him. And Peter Dutton is the one who's copying all these insults today. Um, so have a listen to what went down 
and exactly what Albanese calls Dutton. The leader of the opposition. On, on relevance, Mr Speaker. Well, hang on. I'm, sit down. I'm, I'm sit still down. hearing you sit from Wolfhead. You sit down. <laughs> The, I've got the, the call. Of the I've got the call. Sit down. Sit down, Buffett. That's fair enough because uh, in Parliament, to try and control those things from happening, if you've got the call, if you're talking, you're talking. Yeah. And everyone else. Will, oh, well, everyone else know. can just sit down. Sit down, Sit down, Buffett. Sit down, Buffett I think there's not enough in this. Uh, there's really not. I want to. Would you know sit what? Sit down, Buffett. Today on Twitter, bu- hashtag Buffett <laughs> is trending more than hashtag Omicron. <laughs> so that's what our country that's is a world like at the I moment. Want to live in. Exactly, but it gets worse. Oh. So then. Peter Dutton gets up and says something. This is later on in the sesh. You mean Buffhead? Yeah, yeah, Buffhead, <laughs> apparently. And uh, have a listen to what no one knows who this is. Um, allegations that it's Josh Frydenberg, but have a listen to what he gets called now. Order. Gotcha. Order. <laughs> if you couldn't hear that. Well done, potato head. I don't think that's Frydenberg. They're on the same side of the chamber. Yeah, well, look, I don't know. That's just what the, the, the well allegations done. are floating around. Potato head. <laughs> I love it. I love politics. This prize will blow you away like a tent in a storm. 91.9 CFM's Ellie and Bex. BCF'd. Yeah, yes. call us now if you've ever had a boating disaster. Get into BCF, of course. So Maroochydore for all your summer essentials. Love that place. Plenty of parking and the staff there are really super friendly. Like, anytime I've had issues with something, I bought the wrong thing by accident or whatever, go back and you can put it on your, your account, right? Yeah. So everything gets linked to my BCF account. So all my purchases are there. So there's no dicking around with invoices and receipts and whatnot. It's just sorted. There you go. It's a really place like to it. be. All right. If you want to win this awesome prize, cool cabana, wander a beach cart and $150 to yes, spend please. at BCF, I'll call be in the next ring. Hello, my name is, yeah. is Nick. <laughs> uh, Chris says in Matala, uh, we're talking boating disasters. What do you got? So my boyfriend at the time had bought a really cheap centre console tinny because the motor was broken. Mm. He knew a guy that could fix the motor. So months later, motor fixed, we take it out on Somerset Dam. Yeah. We get out in the middle of the dam and it stops working. (laughs) Did you say? Nobody around. We didn't have paddles. We were stuck. I had to jump in to the dam, <gasps> holding the rope to the boat, and try to swim it to shore. No. What was he doing, the idiot? <laughs> yeah, what was he steering? He's he steering. Oh. <laughs> steering? Give me a break. There's a reason he's the ex-boyfriend, am I right? <laughs> yes. Oh, drop kick. So, I'll tell you what. About 100 metres out, a jet ski comes along, and he says, do you need a hand? And you, like, and you yes, go home with that bloke, I tell you. Um, you know what, that, that guy, that ex-boyfriend, he's a boating accessory. He's kind of like an anchor, an anchor but with a W. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly no. right. Uh, cheers, Krista. And we'll go quickly to Blakey in Palmview. Legend boating disasters, what you got? Um, so probably well, 10 years ago, me and the family were in Cuba. So I was about 12. My youngest brother was three and then a middle brother of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we, we were coming back from the beach on our dinghy to our yacht and um it was just really bad weather the, we caught the wave over the bow and then we all moved to the back of the dinghy and ended up capsizing <gasps> going over the back so then all of a sudden there's like a bunch of cuban guys jumping off the dock coming to get us and got my two younger brothers off and we like climbed up the edge of these fishing boats kind of thing and then the dinghy was like 
fully wrecked and we had to buy a new motor and a new dinghy while we were in Cuba. That's so definitely that kind of yeah, so you're in Cuba, so you weren't Havana good time, were you? Oh, goodness. No, we the puns are on fire today, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deb is in Budrum. Boating disasters. What do you got? Oh, hi. So last summer, beautiful summer day, uh, put the tinny in at Kiwana. Loving a little trip around the houses and the canals and husband and I decide that we will go up to Point Cartwright for a swim. Beautiful. So put up there in the old tinny, anchor in amongst all the beautiful cruises and we jump over for a swim. Great time, everything's good until we decide we have to get back into the tinny. So my husband jumps back in the, in the tinny and I could not pull myself up. As I've aged, the upper body strength is gone. I could not get in. So my husband jumps over and he's trying to push me into the city. That still can't get there. Um, and we are much amusement to all the people in the fancy boat. So my husband decides, I'll go under the water. You put your legs on my shoulders and we'll go that way. This time the tides come in, the water's higher. He's coughing and spluttering. Still can't get there. So a couple on another boat yell out, you can get a ladder, you know. It's like, right, not right now. Thank so you. my husband had to pull the anchor up, drag the boat in with me hanging off the side till it was on enough sand that I could actually get myself in. But he had to drag us back out in amongst everyone before we could go. Goodness, just I wanna, love that Deb, so I just want to point something out. Uh, BCF have blue yeah. line aluminium boarding ladders <laughs> starting at just fifty four ninety nine. Debbie. Uh, we have purchased one, funnily enough. I can imagine. <laughs> he, he, needs, he needs front. He's got an ankle winch at the front and a Debbie winch at the back. Oh, uh, Debbie. <laughs> best way to do it. That is hilarious. Great story. Uh, let's move on to Beck in Budrum. Beck, what's your boating disaster story? Hey, guys. It was a couple of years ago um, and I was seeing a new guy and he had a fishing boat and he was he asked me if I wanted to go out and I wanted to impress him. So I was like, of course. <laughs> So he then drove the boat down to the boat ramp thing and then he goes, oh, I've really, I've got to go past um, the ute in the trailer. Can you just hold on to oh, no. the rope for a bit? Well, I no, back. that It'll job. Like two minutes. And because um, there was none of the little metal things to hook it onto. Anyway, I, I don't know, wanting to impress him, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I've got this. Like, I'm a strong, independent woman. No yeah, problem. Girl. So I was holding on onto the rope and then out of nowhere, this massive swell and gusts of wind came completely like caught me off guard and I just like went straight into the drink, lost the <laughs> lost the rope. I was wearing what I thought was this really cute like beach dress and I've just gone A over T and like everyone on the dock was just staring at me and then next minute I just see um the guy I was dating sprint past me and dive into the water to try and catch the rope. <laughs> So it, was, um, well, it, was, it was like a slapstick comedy. It was honestly, yeah. it, was, it was mortifying. I feel like if we had the vision of this and we could put the Benny Hill music under it, it'd be quite interesting. <laughs> it was exactly but that. Beck, so. what a great test early in the relationship. Yeah. Was he going to save you or was he going to save the boat? If he went for the boat, nah, uh-uh. nah, nah that is not a he great test. I'm boat. sorry. Yeah, Even- so... Uh, I mean, needless to say, we're not we're not together anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can't hold a boat. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but that, the test is on you. Uh, that happens with Lisa in my boat today. I'm like, you right, honey? Then diving in. I know, and she's pregnant, so then you're even worse of a bloke. Oh, yeah. Watch, <laughs> I don't know if we should be condoning that sort of behaviour. Oh. Don't let go of the rope, whatever you do. Great story. Oh, beautiful Thanks, from you. Uh, we'll go quickly to uh, Bailey, who's in Glasshouse. Bales, tell us, mate, uh, boating disasters. Yeah, so I, was, I took my half-cab boat out with a mate and a friend's dad about a year ago off, off Malula by there, out to the Hards. Uh, 
pretty bad weather, but we thought, hey, we'll just rough it. It was supposed to get better. Uh, took about 60 k's offshore, and the weather got worse and worse and worse. We all got seasick. Finally got out there, and we thought, hey, we'll just anchor up for the night. We'll get fishing in the morning. Uh, took a turn for the worst. The boat, it started like crashing into the boat. We started filling up. It was about uh, 4 or 5 in the morning, so on the phone to the Coast Guard. was not looking good. The boat then decided not to start while we were filling up. Uh, luckily enough for us, after about 40 minutes of bucketing water, uh, we got the boat started. A few local boaters even pulled up beside us just to make sure we're okay. Started heading back to Mooloolabar. Thought we were out of out of the drama, nearly home. And about 20 k's out, the boat motor stopped again. Same trouble. We got stuck. We couldn't anchor down, so we were twisted the wrong way. Boat started filling up. We only had two buckets on board, and one of my mates was bucketing out. Unfortunately, threw the bucket out of the boat, so out in the middle of the ocean, they had to jump out to chase the bucket because we needed it. Uh, and then Coast Guard yeah, ended up oh. racing out to us. Took him about 40 minutes to get to us and finally towed us home, but we'd never been so happy that we touched land after that uh, yeah, boating that, trip. And mates, oh, have been out with the fence. Yeah. I, I go out that way quite a fair bit, and that is my. Ultimate nightmare. nightmare. Absolute Never ultimate again. nightmare. Oh, Bales, that is what, so I'm, scary. I'm not going to go boating in a swimming pool after all. Kelly and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Mate, I want to do a little bit of a public service announcement um, oh, for all the men and women looking to impress women out there. Okay. Okay, on a romantic sort of scale. All right, would you like me to be the judge? Are you about to give dating advice? Well, or? I think we'll use you because you've, like, although you've got a boyfriend now and he's a total dream boat, but um, <laughs> he is Danny since. I know, I'm not I'm not arguing. The D stands for Dreamboat. <laughs> it's uh, his, his middle name. <laughs> Dan Dreamboat. <laughs> um, you have been single for most of the time that I've known you, um, well, at least for the last two years. Yeah. Ever since that yeah. last drop. Give kick. or take. Yeah. Uh, this is what's happened uh, at Rolling Rock. The Rolling Rock, uh, October 30, this bloke's been um, convicted, put on a, a nine-month good behaviour bond. Uh, young Touch. fella, I won't name him, even though he's been named in the media, uh, 19 years of age, uh, to impress a girl, he decided to punch a mirror. <laughs> now, the mirror, of course, is as mirrors do when you punch them at force, mm-hmm. broken, cut his hand to pieces. Oh, come Cops on, have mate. found a um, couple of different sorts of Class A substances. Oh, no, so he's a naughty boy too. Okay. But he has said mm. that the reason he did it in that club that he wanted to impress a girl. And I have to ask you this, Eleanor Rose Cheney, although you are 30 and mature these days yes. and a kept woman who uh, sits at home knitting and <laughs> so true. waiting for Dan to come home. You know me so well. <laughs> um, Is that impressive to you if you take yourself back a couple of years? Look, if I'm you're out not, at the you're Rolling not a fan Rock, of violence. Having a good time at the Rolling Rock, see a young dude, he comes over, we're flirting, and he's like, oi, baby, baby girl. Going. Hey, guess what? And you maybe you said something like, you know what? I really hate mirrors. They really objectify people and make. <laughs> I people... hate looking at my reflection. Exactly, exactly. Then I'm judging myself based on my physical form and not my emotional form and whatever else. And he goes, well, take that mirror. Look, I would have to quote a very famous person yes. in Shania Twain and say, <laughs> that don't impress me. Come on, bud. Why are you punching? Like, are you what hating your idiot. own reflection? Are you looking at yourself and thinking, nah. Who does that? You know, like, yeah, picking beef with yourself. I just don't how understand. Do you go to work? He works in a bakery or he worked at the time of the bakery. How do you go to work the next day? Mm. Oh, I'm just going to make all those things one-handed, mate. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. His hand would be bleeding. You know what? A bit of extra jam in the jam, don't you? Oh, oh, no. Nelly and Bex. 91.9 CFM. This bipolar day slash week slash month of weather continues. You look out the window, Maruchidor, and it's a 
bit of sun poking through. Where There's, did that come from? Only half an hour ago we were receiving reports of localised flooding in Yandinga, mm. Nicklin Way was stuffed, Budrum. Um, and now, as if it knows that we're ready to talk about the rain, the rain's gone away. I know. It's like, ha, ha you guys suck. I'm going to shine <laughs> sun on you for a little yeah, bit because yeah, yeah. you're about to talk about the rain. No. We get, we get that a lot. We don't care weather. We do what we want on this show. Listen to my weather reports. Exactly. Um, <laughs> They're terrible. We Just ask Danny the removalist slash yeah, yeah. delivery driver. He doesn't like my weather reports. I He's a good guy, though. Great guy. Um, hey, we want to know, what did you have to do in the rain today? Where would you get caught in? Yes. There? What tasks did you have to carry out? Because I finished it at the gym. All the rain. Excuse me. I, this is a very important job so, that pal, I had to carry before out. Before you tell your important job, do you tell everyone about the time about an hour and a half ago where I bought us lunch from literally downstairs, <laughs> same building, and you refused to cross the road with me. There's one lane because you didn't want to ruin your hair. That's because, bud, of what I had to go through this morning. Sorry, PTSD. Rain-wise. And because I, I just blow-dried my hair. We have an event to go to tonight. Yes. And I tried to make my hair look half decent and the rain was going to screw it up. You look more than half decent. Thank you. Full decent then. Um, <laughs> so yes, full decent. on the way home from the gym, I thought I'll stop and grab a quick coffee for me and my housemate, Celeste. Yeah, funny. I'm buying you lunch. You're buying other people coffee. It would have been cold by the time I got here, bro. It was like 8.30. Since when did you turn into an auditionee for fat pizza? <laughs> I swear to God, Mario. I just had a coffee, okay? Okay, tomorrow I'm going to bring you a cold coffee and see how you no, feel No, no, I'm good, it, good, okay? good, 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 thanks. So stopped off uh, at a little cafe on Brisbane Road mm-hmm. and realised while I was there, I was like, this is where my orthodontist is. Uh-huh. I've got to change my orthodontist appointment. Yes. So let's, two birds, one stone, boom. So I picked up the coffees and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to cross Brisbane Road in Mooloolabar. Yeah, during the middle of the torrential downpour. Torrential. Like I'm talking, the the bird poo that was on my car got washed mm. away. The rain God, was God, if that your car's heavy. clean. I know. It's like the sky has a gurney. I know. So I had to run across Brisbane Road holding two coffees to make it to my orthodontist to go oh, in no. and change my appointment. Oh, no. And then I had to go back. And by the time I got back to the car, I was uh-huh. genuinely drenched. Very tough morning for me. You know, I mean, I really love and respect you, but that's potentially one of the most boring stories I've ever heard. And I, I don't mean any disrespect, but your story is literally you had to walk across the road in yeah, the rain. run. <laughs> it was very difficult. You know, I'm going to have to stop leaving so much of this show up to you <laughs> and trusting that you come with good gear. You actually want some callers on this. In fact, we, sorry, because we're, we're a team, okay? Exactly, you're when in on we, this too, but When we fail, we fail together. Yes. What did you have to do in the rain today? How yes. wet did you get? It's a simple question, but I guarantee you pretty much everyone listening right now will have an answer to it. 545-11919. And you could win yourself a $100 to Sorry, spend guys. at Bella Venezia. I know she's finding difficulty getting the words out, but she's had a traumatic morning. I really have. Yeah, okay, I had to cross the road in the rain. All those droplets. Okay, I know. Call me now. Rain, hopefully, Abs, who's in Biwa, it's a little better than Ellie's one, which was that she essentially just had to cross the road. Brisbane Road, it's a big road. Uh, so I kind of had to do the same thing as well, but I was chasing a straight dog this uh, like uh, about 11 o'clock in torrential downpour. I was driving home and the roads were flooded out at Biwa, and I saw this straight dog and I couldn't leave it there. So I got out and I was chasing it all over the road. In, it was just pouring down. Lucky enough, another car stopped and helped me. We ended up getting it in their car and they took it to the vet. But 
Yeah, that was my morning. Oh, oh first of all, round of applause. Yeah. Also, great Zero. job. Great job, Abs, getting it into their car because no one likes the smell of wet dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't putting it in mine. I don't <laughs> you can ride in the tray. Wow, look <laughs> at you risking your own yeah. dryness. Yeah, just sort of really puts your no, little well, Icross Brisbane Road story into with perspective, With two coffees, doesn't it? all right? With two coffees, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's not forget that part. All right, yeah, no worries. <laughs> let's go to Katie in Caloundra. Katie, what do you have to do? Well, um, we've been renovating our house for three years and oh, spent gosh. an arm and a leg renovating it. And we've also got a, cow- a council easement um, of an open water, like an open drainage pit. Just one moment. And, Ellie, um, Ellie just gave me the what's an easement face. Basically, <laughs> it's an area where more than one party have need to have access, like a shared driveway like or something a like that. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah cool, so cool. you can't yeah, do so a lot of stuff to it. Like a fence. No. It's oh. basically like an open, a grated pit that is a big pit that attached to the stormwater drain. Love oh. that. Even, and, even better um, with a Kiwi accent. It's a big pit. <laughs> Stop it. They hadn't, um, they haven't maintained it at all for three yeah. years, so it entirely flooded our entire backyard. Oh, no. And it was about five centimetres, oh, no, it was probably only about like five mil from coming over the top of our um, oh. our external brick and flooding our brand new floors, carpeting, no. um, uh, new bathrooms, entire laundry extension, everything was one centimetre from just completely overflowing. And we had to be out there in the rain um, sifting through sludge <gasps> that's built up over three years. To clean the, council, the drain out. Um, to, the, from the council land behind us is a hill. And it, it just all the council stuff has just washed into that council train. And we were in their hands today because they went, nah, we're not going to help so you. you dug through sludge all day. <laughs> Did you at any stage in your brain think, geez, that pit's a bit shut? Oh, stop it. I'm sorry. It was crisp. That's beautiful Um, I wish we had a prize right now to give you Because I understand the pain of perhaps uh, Public entities not complying And you having to be uh, You know, uh, up to your your elbows In muck as a result But we're glad that everything's still safe Yeah, well, we'll we'll see if it stops raining Hopefully Yeah, fingers crossed Katie, Katie. And she just tools down The first thing she does is call this show I I love you, Katie You're a legend (laughs) Superstar Thank you Let's move on oh, to... the vaccinators in the house. Joe, the pest controller from Markula. Rain will drive plenty of critters inside people's houses, I would have thought, Joe. No, yeah, absolutely. But not only do I do pest control, I also do carpets and lounges and everything like that. And I had an Airbnb I had to do for the van. So the rain wasn't letting up. Totally correct. In and out, in and out, grabbing stuff that I have to do. And yes, feed a prune, I'm ready to go home for a hot shower. <laughs> You're a prune. <laughs> Oh, Joe. Does it? Oh, no, that was going to no, be a what, stupid question. What, what, hang on, no, please, please. We've all got our popcorn. <laughs> please, please go ahead. I hadn't really thought it through, but it was something along the lines of, like, you're cleaning carpet, you got to use water to make the carpets clean, maybe the rain will help at cleaning them for you because, like, it cleans my... It wasn't... I told, okay, that's why, right. I, that's why okay. I stopped myself. Do you have outdoor carpet at your house? Ah, uh, look, some people may. Uh, uh, well, Joe... We wish you a safe uh, time on people's carpets and under their houses. Yeah, Joe, there was a big huntsman spider at my house the other day. Was that because it was raining? It got driven inside? Oh, more than likely, but no, normally they'll just be laying their eggs in there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what are you doing, Jamie? And that'll do us. Thank you, Joe. Ellie <laughs> and Bex. 91.9 CFM.
Ellie and Bex.